Hello, everybody. Thank you once again for joining me on the Speak Life Now radio show. I am your host, Dr. Lisa Speak Life Burrell. Last week, we talked about don't give up. You're in God's hands. Don't give up. You're in God's hands. And today, I'm going to tell you how you got in his hands. Let's go into prayer. Heavenly Father, Thank you so much for this wonderful, wonderful opportunity to minister to your precious people. Thank you, dear Lord, for the testimonies that are coming forth. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. For in this season, they're now knowing more and more the power of their words and that there's power in your love for them. Hallelujah. We also know, dear Lord, that there is no fear because you love us. I want to thank you today, dear Lord. Hallelujah. For all those that are out there today, that they are not just hearers of the word, but doers as well. Thank you for the fruit and the harvest that's going to come forth from this word right here in your precious name, Jesus. So last week we talked about you in God's hands. We talked about don't give up. I talked about how, you know, sometimes the enemy can come at you from all different directions. It can seem like as a, the enemy is younger than you, so they're stronger than you. It can seem all these different things that come up against you, but you got to realize you already have the victory. I even used the illustration with Muhammad Ali and how he had to use utilize the rope-a-dope um, um, strategy to defeat his opponent even though it appeared that he was about to go down appeared that you know he was losing the fight because he had a strategy hallelujah that even though when it appeared one way he came out victorious so today i want to talk to you about i said i want to tell you how you got in his hands i want to talk to you about fellowshipping fellowshipping with the lord um it's been years I've been doing this, uh, spending spending the quality time. And, you know, you might think, um, well, I don't have that much time. Well, let me tell you some of my story. So, you know, I used to have a lot of time with the Lord initially when I first got saved because I, um, um, I was I, like I had a job and then I didn't have a job. But when I didn't have a job, where I was going to church at that time, they gave everybody there a key to the church, right? So, you know, you might think, well, what's up with that? Well, for me, since I was living at that time in a motel room, me having a key to the church was like gold. I could go there from being in a motel room and now going into a place where I can go in and I could, you know, just spend time there. And then when I um, end up going from that place to another, um, living with somebody else in in a room and then um, on to my own little apartment, I guess you'll say, I still, you know, valued the time that I could just go into the church. I would go into the church. I would sit for hours in the sanctuary. Sometimes I would go in the classrooms and just do something in there, um, creating lesson plans or whatever for Sunday school. But really, it might appear that I wasn't doing anything, but I was actually fellowshipping with my God. 
See, that's how we get in his hands, by spending that time, letting him talk to me. Sometimes I would have on music. A lot of times I did, worship music. And then there was times when I had on nothing, just this silence and listening to whatever the Lord, first of all, it's, it's back up here. I had to listen to what I was thinking about. So when I turned everything off, I realized there was some unbelief and doubt in my thoughts. So when I, then I had to learn how to fellowship with the Lord and, and to replace those thoughts. One thing I had read recently, it said, you need to go from doubting unbelief and fretting over things and start fellowshipping with him fellowshipping with him how do you fellowship with him you fellowship with him in his word so if you're reading the word of god you're fellowshipping with him because he's going to bring illumination to that word yeah when you first start reading the bible it could seem um, very hard at first to understand, depending on what version you're using. I started out with the King James, and then I went to the Amplified to get more understanding. And now I, I read um in the NLT, the NIV, the Amplified, I, whatever gives me the best understanding of the Scripture. Sometimes I have to do some background on it and, and then see what really was going on during that time period. It all took time, but in the beginning, I was just reading the Word. And and listening to the word, I bought um I've said before I had um a Bible on at that time it was cassettes then it went to CD and now I just download the Bible and listen to it so that's still fellowshipping with the word it is very key that you put the word in and read the word speak the word listen to the word because that's gonna help you in your thoughts. Because you're going to have thoughts of him and not defeat. Thoughts of victory and not um, doubt. You're going to have those thoughts because you're going to be thinking about the word of God. That's how you're fellowshipping with him. So then it went from there and I would, you know, I tell you I take trips and I would go down and sit by the river, go to um, different places in North Carolina, different um, bodies of water. And I would just go and sit for hours. I mean, literally, you guys, I could sit for hours, hours in that time period, just just peaceful time. And, you know, if you think about it, if you have had a life of chaos for so many years and different things coming at you, I mean, you can't pay the price on peace. So when you get some peace and really enjoying that peace time, you can see the re- you will see the results. Another way of fellowshipping, like now, um, I have um, my vision room, and I've spoke about that before. And you know, when when things get, you know, I mean, I, I I'm constantly thinking about the Lord. I mean, all the time in the scriptures, right? But when when things get to a place where I'm just gonna come and sit in my vision room, and He gives me directions, and when I'm sitting in this vision room, which I am sitting in right now while I'm recording the Speak Life Re- Speak Life Now radio show today, I decide to sit in my vision room, and while I'm talking with you all, I'm looking around the vision room and seeing some of the things that the Lord led me to put up here in January. And I'm looking around and looking around. Some things have come to pass. And some things may seem impossible to people. But we know that nothing, absolutely nothing, is impossible with God. So while you're fellowshipping with Him, it's like anything, anyone else. If you want to spend time to get to know someone, don't you have to spend time with them? To really get to know know someone? Do you just like 
five minutes and you're done, that's all you need to know about a person? No, you really need to spend time and get understanding about everything that about that person, correct? Yes. So now you're going to be spending this time in fellowshipping with the Lord. I know like when I would take drives and, and just drive in the car and don't have anything on and just listening to him. It's just so amazing. This morning I had a moment and I, I was, you know, getting ready for work. And um, I came into setting the vision room. And I just kept saying, you know, over and over, Lord, God, you are amazing. God, you are amazing. God, you are amazing. These things I was saying, this is what I was saying. And the presence of God just came so strong over me that when I even tried to leave the room, I couldn't even leave. It's like I was like weak in the knees, I guess you'd say. And I just had to sit back down and sit here until I could leave out the room because his presence was so overwhelming. And the reason why I had to um, leave the room was because I had to go to work. But I had that time this morning. So, like, um, I remember years ago the Lord told me to tithe the time. And, you know, we got 24 hours in a day. So, I this is what I did. I'm not telling you guys to do what I did. I'm just telling you some of the things and what has um the journey that I have had to get to the point where I'm at now. So I was like, okay, two hours and 40 minutes, I'm going to do it. I worked in um a city that was probably about 40 minutes away and I had to be there by 8, 30, 9 o'clock. I think it was 8, 9 o'clock. So what I would do, I would get up at 4 a.m. And since I had a key to the church, I would be at the church at 5 a.m. Now, we had gotten to a place um, um, that we started doing um, morning prayer every day at the church anyway. But I was already doing it at 5 a.m. And then everybody else would get there at 6 a.m., right? But see, in my mind, I know what I'm doing. 5 a.m. to 6 a.m. Then 6, we would stay till 7. 7.30, I would hit the road. And then on the way up the road, I'm still in the mindset of prayer. And dedication, right? So that was about two hours and 40 minutes a day. I would even um, sow a seed every day. And when I was sowing the seed, and not too many people know about this, so every day what I would do, I would put $5 in an envelope every day. $5 in an envelope and just write names on the envelope. Write names on the envelope. I just would write names on the envelope and sow a seed. Every day, $5, I would do that. And the reason why I did it is because in the scripture about the woman um, in, in Elijah, how the woman had to make him a cake first every day. You know that one? And she was like, I'm just going to make this cake for me and my son and I'm going to die. Remember that pastor scripture? I don't have it written around right now, but that's what um is coming to me while I'm talking to you. So I would do that every day. I mean, every day I would leave that seed. And really, people didn't know I was doing it. Nobody else knew I was doing it except for the leaders, the pastors of the church. Because I would leave it for in a place that it would go into the offering on Sunday. And I would write names. I would write about five or six names, sometimes more, on each one of the envelopes. Right? So now I'm telling you some of the things I've done. And now I'm seeing the fruit from it. Now I was writing down names. I mean, people from school when I graduated from high school. 
I mean, anybody, if I had met people during the day at my job, or if I if I was working at that time, I, I yeah I was working during that time of doing the sewing. So I would write uh, I would write down names of people I meet on my job. I used to work in a mall, and I would meet people all the time at the jewelry store. I would come back and I would write their names, write their names, write their names. They didn't know it, and I'm only sharing it with you now because I'm just telling you about the time and the fellowship. So that went on because I saw in the scripture that she did it for three and a half years. So so did I. Thank you, Lord, for bringing this back to my remembrance. She did it for three and a half years. I did it as well for three and a half years, $5 a day. And thank you, Lord, for reminding me of this. And now I'm seeing the fruit from it because you're all listening to me here on the Speak Life Now radio show. I don't know how many lives I'm, I'm reaching every day, every time that this radio broadcast is um is on. But I know I've been sowing seeds for souls for years. For years, you guys. Mm. For years. I'm talking about fellowshipping. But that fellas, that came because I was in the Word of God. You see what I'm saying? I'm in the word of God. I'm seeing this word. And it was like a rhema word for me. What is rhema? A revelatory word for me. Like a right now word for me. So I had read that passage of scripture before. But when I read it this time, I was like, oh my gosh, I can do this. You see what I'm saying? And that's why I did it. When I'm telling you fellowshipping is about taking the word of God and you just, you applying that word. And, and we know about on John 14 that um, he prayed that he, um, Jesus prayed to the father that he would, we would not be left comfortless. So he gave us the Holy Spirit. He left the Holy, he left Holy Spirit with us. He is a person. And he is our helper and he is our leading God, our counselor, our advocate, our teacher. So the Lord was teaching me through his precious Holy Spirit. He was teaching me and helping me to do certain things. And that was one of the words that came to me. It, did, it wasn't preached from the pulpit for everybody to come in and were, um, come in and give two hours and 40 minutes a day. No, it was not. This was a right now rhema word that God gave me. And then he, it wasn't preached to tell me. Every every day you come in here. And some days, I'm telling you guys, I only had $5. And that's it. That's all I had. That was all I had in my purse. Right? And knew I had to go to work. And I'm thinking, how am I going to get lunch today? But I had a word from the Lord. And I knew, for me, I needed to do it three and a half years. Right? So I would get to work, and I'm working in Richmond. And I'm selling jewelry to everybody. I mean, just selling some jewelry, right? And then I, the days that I have gave my f- last $5 for the seed that morning, every time, let me tell you guys, every time somebody will come by, like one of my one of the um, customers, hey, Miss Lisa, um, do you, did you get lunch yet? I'm like, no, I didn't. They'll go buy me lunch. Or somebody at, on the job will just bring stuff for everybody. It, it all... Every need was met is what I want to say. Remember last week I said, if his hands is open, his hands is open, but you're in it, he's going to supply your every need. If his hands is closed, but you're in his hands, that's protection over you, right? So I just want to let you know about fellowshipping. 
fellowshipping. My my thoughts now is what he has. I can the Lord will give me a thought, and the next thing I know, it's happening. I I sometimes I'll even just look at something, and it's like, well, I really would like that, but don't even say nothing about it. And next thing I know, somebody's giving me what I thought about because my God, our God, hear our thoughts. When we're in fellowshipping with Him, I'm seeing. I'm seeing so many things like it's someone that I was um that I um someone that I know that's of another um um nationality and a different um also a different faith and I I was like Lord I really want to be able to minister to this person and the Holy Spirit just directed me to learn more about their culture right and then he also had me to just watch and be and be who I am around them, right? So I was doing that and watching for about two years, you guys, and just watching how this person is very different from everybody else. I noticed uh, that faith and the way she treated me. And so um, it was this week, actually, and this person came to me and was telling me, you know, a great testimony of some things that's happening in their life. And how you know, I just love hearing testimonies. I mean, you can share your testimony with me. I'm gonna rejoice with you. The scripture said rejoice with them that rejoice. I'm gonna rejoice with you. So when I, this person was telling me everything that was going on, and I was like, Oh my gosh, this is so exciting. I was so excited. I was like, Yes, yes, praise God, congratulations. I mean, this this really rejoicing with her. And she said she said, you know, I just love, I only told one other person, she said, but I wanted to tell you because whenever I talk with you, I feel good. I feel great when I talk with you. That's what she said to me. And I know that's because of the Holy Spirit dwelling within me. You know, by having the fellowship with him, communion with him on a daily basis, now other people are being drawn to him. I'm just a carrier, right? So they're being drawn to him. And she said, you know, I just it just feels so good whenever I talk with you. See, that's how we're going to draw people. It's the love of God. It's not about trying to you know, judge them and, 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 and throw a whole lot of stuff at them. Just show the love of God. Remember we was talking about um, a few weeks back about power, how his perfect love. So sometimes we may not even, you know, um, com- um, have conversations or fellowship with people we don't know because we don't know how they're going to react. But you got to know that God's love for you is perfect. And if he tells you to say something or just watch or whenever he opens the door, just open your mouth because you're going to see his love coming out of you for them. And I'm just so I'm sharing these things with you because a lot of times we get into a um a place that thinking that you know, what am I doing? I even had this recently. I'm like, Lord, am I am I really making a difference? That's what I said. This was this was actually about five days ago. Okay. So I said, Am I really making a difference? Because even because I don't see most of the people that's listening to the Speak Life Now radio show. So it's not like um 
I'm gonna see you on a daily basis. Yeah, I get some testimonies and and um uh, feedback from some folk, but not from all. And so I have to just trust God that if I just say what He tell me to say, that you're listening and you're gonna receive the fruit from it, and He gets the glory. See, that's another part of fellowshipping. We want to make sure that our God gets the glory and not us. See, that's that's part of the the processing. So we, you know, we're used to you know getting awards and accolades, and those are good too. Um, in the workplace and all these other things in your community. But it's like when it's time for God to do the work in the people, he gets the glory. He gets all the rewards. You see what I'm saying? He gets it. So sometimes you might think, well, am I doing enough? But I'm sitting there, I'm thinking, I'm on, I have the Speak Life Now radio show. I also have podcasts. I'm doing vlogging. I'm writing, I'm writing uh, my second book. And I minister to people every day. Whenever the Lord tell me to give a word, to share a word, just to be kind, just to um, encourage them, congratulate them. Oh, just say something kind. And you look beautiful today. Wow, that's a nice suit. You know, stuff like that. Doing that every day, showing the love of God. Because who knows, even smiling at people. You know, who knows, who, you know, you be by yourself or... Um, you might have a very um stressful job or whatever, but you just come in the store and you smile and say, well, good morning. You have a wonderful day. You don't know what that might do for a person. Can you try that for me this week? Yeah, okay. We're going to try that this week. So what I want you to do each week, I mean, each day this week is to make sure you speak to someone that you don't normally speak to and just tell them to have uh, a wonderful day. Can you do that? You're going to feel so much better. Make sure now, make sure you say it. Don't be saying, have a wonderful day, and don't be smiling. Put a big smile on your face and say, have a wonderful day to a stranger this week. Or even, you know, if you if the Lord tell you, if the Holy Spirit is directing you because you've been fellowshipping with him and someone behind you or in front of you and you in the um, position to pay for their a meal or their groceries, even their gas. Go ahead and do it if the Lord is directing you to do so. But one thing I know you can do, you can show enough when you go to work and somebody you don't normally talk to or in the grocery store or out shopping, wherever you are, even if you're pumping gas and somebody's pumping, well, how are you today? Have a wonderful day. Can you do that? I know you can, because this is some of the things you might think. You're like, well, this is fellowshipping with God. Yes, because you're being kind. You're doing what the scriptures say. You're showing love. You know what I'm saying? You're being neighborly. You're loving your neighbor by just, just saying good morning. Everybody's so much in a rush trying to get their coffee or get whatever they, beverage they need for the morning to get them going. And everybody's in a rush. Take the time, even if it's the cashier. At your favorite place to get your morning beverage. You make sure you smile at them and say, you know what? You know, you could be going there all this time and never really said, you have a wonderful day. Or how about that? Your favorite place for coffee, right? And you go ahead in there and you are you are in the drive-thru. And you say, look, you have a wonderful day. And here's $5 towards the person behind me. Can you do that? Remember I said it was a $5 seed. 
that five dollar seed for three and a half years and now i'm on the speak life now radio show three different internet stations that i know is a lot of people listening a podcast you see what i'm saying we don't know how that seed is going to grow and how it's going your harvest going to come but you know it was a seed Right, and I want you to do it in the morning because, like I said, she had to make that cake first thing before she did anything else. So while you going out, ordering your coffee, or whatever you're doing, walking in the store, make sure you sow that seed of kindness and that big old smile to the person that you're walking in front of or walking towards this week. You can do that. This is also part of fellowshipping because, like I said, you fellowship with his word. And once you have his word, you then apply the word. And while you're walking in the Lord, Holy Spirit is saying, okay, go over there and just tell them. Or if it's a senior citizen, right, and they're in the store and, you know, and they're trying to reach something. You say, can I get that for you? Go ahead and reach up there and get it. Oh, definitely walk past them and say, good morning, ma'am. Good morning, sir. Show respect. You know, they're probably living alone. And just to hear someone acknowledge them and speak directly to them, it might be just a great blessing for them for the day. You might make their day. You know, you never... That's what I want you to do. Go out and try to make someone's day this week. Can you do that? Yes, you can. It's about fellowshipping. How did we get in God's hand? We were doing what he wants us to do. And now we're out there. We're showing forth. And then people are going to be drawn to you. Like I told you, this young lady said, I love come talking to, love to come and talk to you. Because I always, after I talk to you, I almost always feel good. That's the presence of God that she's feeling. Yeah, I'm rejoicing and all of that, but it's the presence of God because I'm doing what he tells me to do and how he tells me to do it. People just need to be um, um, acknowledged sometimes. People are being overlooked all the time. I, I remember one time I was in the store, I was, I was going through a, one of my moments and I was feeling really depressed and I was walking in the grocery store and I said, Lord, am I invisible? I'm just sharing this with y'all. I said, am I invisible? And I said it in my mind. I never even spoke it out. Do you know one of the workers there left from the aisle? And I know the Lord led him to, to do this. He walked, he walked over. He was three aisles in front of me. But I could see him on the corner. And he came over and walked right in front of me. And he said, hello, how are you today? And smiled and went back. The Lord let me know, no, you're not invisible. That's what I'm saying to you today. You're in his hands. Keep fellowshipping with him. And do what he tells you to do as he directs you to do it. Okay? Remember, that's your assignment this week. Also, your assignment is what? To speak life over yourself. Speak life over your family. And speak life over your neighborhood. The key to it all is to speak life now. You can follow me on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Instagram and um, YouTube. If you want to um, send me an email, you can at info at speaklifenow.org. That's info at speaklifenow.org. And you can also check out my website, www.speaklifenow.org. You guys have a wonderful week, and I'll talk to you again next week. Bye-bye.